Hey, you're listening to The Weekly Bakay, hosted by Toby, Jasmine, and Sophie. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Bakay. This is Toby. This is Jasmine. This is Sophie. And we're finally all together for our first <laughs> live recording since September. Damn. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that... That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, With all three of us in studio. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess this episode we wanted to do a wrapped in the true wrapped fashion of the year. I know like Google always comes out with their commercial of like, okay, this was the year in total. And then obviously on Spotify, we all have our wraps. I'm sure that you guys saw it all over your different social media feeds. So this is our version of wrapped and just certain things that popped out to us this past year and things we're looking forward to in 2019, et cetera, et cetera. So Sophie, why don't you get us started? <laughs> well, <laughs> 2018, 2018 has been um, a little bit of a whirlwind. And in honesty, it kind of felt like a lot of things have happened. And this is probably is true for a lot of people. A lot of things have happened, but it doesn't feel like it's been a true year. I feel like this 12 month has been three. <laughs> um, but, and when, you know, when we were typing, like when I was typing out four seconds ago, of what really stood out to me in 2018, there was not, like there was a lot, but not enough <laughs> that I thought there would be. You know what I mean? I feel like 20, there's so much crap that's happened this year. And then when looking back on it, I'm like, okay, I have four favorite things that's ever happened to me. Um, so kind of looking at my favorite album, Obviously, a Black Panther album. Yes. I forgot that was a 2018. Right? I get yes. what you're saying. It's like, you, right. we've, like, looked back on things that we um, wanted to talk about for our topics. Yeah. And I kept forgetting, like, things happened in 2018. Yeah. I, like, they felt like, like years Black ago. Black Panther came Eons out. Ago, Black Panther came out. And, and then, yeah, and then you had, obviously, Kendrick Lamar's album. And it was such, like, a new, a new kind of album that was released. I mean, like, I have, I feel like I haven't. Well, I think it's going to start a new trend of people. The soundtrack? Yeah. It yeah, already yeah. has. Think about the soundtracks that have come after this year. Yeah. You know? And, like, this new Spider-Man movie that's coming that out. Like, Post Malone. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post Malone kind of took, like, the handles off everything. But, you know, Kendrick Lamar, and he had a whole bunch of featuring. I mean, SZA was on there. Sway Lee was on there. Khalid was on there. The Weeknd. The Weeknd. I mean, like, it was, like, this huge collaborative album for a really big pop culture moment for our society, which was Black Panther. Um... It really stuck out to me. And you still listen to it. You're like, damn. Like, you don't have to listen to the album as a whole. Like, you can just listen to certain things off of the album. Like, certain yeah. songs off the album. And you're like, okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. It was just, it's a, it's a cool moment for music. And it's really cool for Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kendrick Lamar is just, like, a really big artist that people are, always have on their radar. Right. So, mm-hmm. the fact that he, like, made, like, this really big collaboration just for a, for a movie is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, another album that stuck out to me, Finding Neverland by Mo, obviously, because mm-hmm. Mo's, like, the baddest bitch to ever be created. Like, she's so cool. <laughs> and then she comes out this album, and you're like, damn, there's bops everywhere. And then this album made me listen to some of her older music. Like, I <laughs> shouted out, I texted Toby, I was like, do you have a drum? <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, Bob, Bob, <laughs> Bob City <laughs> cla- Blastic, Blastic, <laughs> Blastic. And I was like, this it kind of made me not fall in love. I always seem a big music fan, but it it took me back to a lot of old Mo songs that I just haven't listened to in a while. Um, like oh, there was a couple of like so drum was good, turn my heart to stone, which is off of an EP, which like 
probably was one of my it is on my like top 2018 songs really and i just listened i just heard this song like in the fall and so it was off one of her eps and it just kind of made me dive into mo and like her art history a little bit more so those are probably two of my favorite albums looking at the music of 2018 besides albums obviously this huge experience that i've got to go to was Bleacher's concert. I think like for the past what three, four years we've gone to a Bleacher's concert a year. Best moment of the year. Best moment of the year. Yeah. I just like you know, I even talking about it put a smile on my face. Like I don't it can it get any better? I don't know. It's just like one of those experiences like I always tell people I'm like, you just have to go to Bleacher's concert. Yeah. And so the fact that I got to go see them in Kansas City, which is my hometown, like with to to Toby. I was like, is it Toby or is it Toby? (laughs) Seeing it with Toby was a Toby experience. Um, It was was so cool. Toby got a drumstick. I did. A drumstick? The drumstick. The drumstick. You know, I got Mikey, which is my favorite. person on this planet uh, but he's definitely my favorite member of the band uh we got his attention which was like a true like fangirl moment yeah it really was sitting at like at that time i was 20 i was like i'm like still, at like, that time <laughs> in june and, yeah i was like 20 i was like i'm still like having like these little girl freak out moments like it, those kind of moments i feel like come and go you know like yeah. it's not very common for us to have like this like those moments yeah exactly to have like to freak out over something and you know i can still be like an adult <laughs> <laughs> it's not quote. common to freak out over things. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and just to like be in that moment and just like to live in effervescence which you know oh <laughs> <laughs> let me throw that word out there really quickly <laughs> yeah and we're all in a collaboration together and we're like in this moment of freaking out to like i want to get better bleachers is just having this huge moment and it's just it's just cool it's just cool definitely like and any time we'll go to bleachers will be my moment of the year right Mm -hmm. so that's definitely like one of my top moments music wise also Mo and Diplo's collaboration. They collaborate they've collaborated together before. And so definitely much. like when Mo got on the map was I'm pretty sure a Diplo collaboration. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I mean like that was back not back in the day, but like it was that was a couple of years ago. Or yeah. yeah. And so they've obviously collaborated, but I don't know, it just like caught on my radar like more of their collaborations this year. They do something at like at least once a year, I feel like. Yeah. Um and one of my roommates like showed me like she always has the coolest music and she's just like randomly just like drops like this bomb ass music while we're listening to the car and so mm-hmm. she played stay open and i was like <laughs> my third eye came out i was like what is this <laughs> what is this and so that's like i was just like this is what like to me the embodiment of like what i really care like what i like about music and like that song i just like i take it takes me to like another world right like i feel like i'm on the beach dancing at like this club you know <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> I always said that I seen. I was like, if you need music video ideas, hit a girl up because music just takes me to a different place. Anyway, so I just had like this moment with Stay Open by Mo and Diplo. And for music, my experiences. Yeah. Those were my top. Okay. And there's probably a lot more, but this is like what I like came to my head. 
Uh, <laughs> obviously, this podcast is about pop culture. So, what is my top pop culture moment? The creation of the weekly vacay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so cute. I'm, I'm looking at everybody else's list, and I'm like, where's the weekly vacay? <laughs> yeah, that was this year. April twentieth was our first oh, episode. April. It was yeah. April. We Girl, started April. April. Yeah. Yeah. Was April. it April? It was, I came yeah. back from school early. Yeah, now. April twentieth, four twenty. Of course, I remember that day. What? <laughs> she had a time. Yes, sad. Okay, so remember we were in the car. Yes, we listened. We listened to Sophie. We went to go eat. Yes. We went to go eat at Limestone, which is this pizza place. And they have, like, this. We got, like, plates of fries because that's what how their side of fries go. Yeah. We come back and we sit in the back of Jasmine. Like, we sit in Jasmine's car and we roll the windows on, like, a tad bit. Yeah. Just to Because it was air. about to get stuffy. This motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, and we're yeah. sitting in the back of my apartment complex and, like, we're just talking and recreated the weekly vacay which is the biggest movement of 2018 absolutely <laughs> absolutely ask anyone yeah. <laughs> we are on the map we are on the map so that's obviously like my top pop culture moment is the creation of the weekly vacay and like kind of like this journey that we've gone through of talking about pop culture and immersing ourselves in pop culture and analyzing pop culture and just like kind of being a little bit more vulnerable on a platform mm-hmm. um, with just me, obviously, but with Jasmine and Toby. Um, that has been, like, really fun to do. Also, another pop culture moment, duh, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is the embodiment of pop culture. Yes. <laughs> I talking about Twitter. I was like, I don't see Twitter on this list. I love Twitter. I love Twitter. It's just, like, scrolling, like... All like the funny memes, like right now, like the AirPod meme and like the, the bird, bird box, box memes. Oh my god! They're just it's just everywhere. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. And like Twitter is just <laughs> this environment that everybody can be a part of. Yeah, it's not it's not exclusive to one. I mean, if you don't have a phone, I mean, <laughs> right. like if you're not in technology, but if you don't have yeah. access to like wireless technology, but like that, I mean, a majority of people that are on, like, obviously, like, a majority of people, like, have that type of um, access, but just Twitter is just, like, super diverse, well, and it's and just really funny, and then it's, like, yeah. I don't... I love following you. I don't. all of your retweets are... I never tweet, okay? I don't tweet. I'm yeah. not... I don't tweet. I don't tweet. But, for the fifth time, I don't tweet. But I strictly retweet. I strictly... <laughs> that's all I do. But, but, I almost came out of the... I almost came out of my dark web of like not tweeting to when we were talking about the um who is the king of r&b oh and i was yeah. like you guys all know that usher is the king yeah. of r&b i'm like the biggest usher fan <laughs> i'm the biggest usher fan i'm like usher did not make confessions part two the best r&b album to not for jack keys or whatever his name is to say that he's a king of r&b yeah <gasps> what are you couldn't believe it couldn't believe it but anyways twitter is obviously one of my top pop culture moments just and there's not like a specific one it's just all the memes it just yeah. being a being a part of twitter i mean it's kind of like you have like not a little escape well you get to personalize your timeline yeah. and so it's always it's like it's like nice because essentially you're building a, a community for yourself mm. of like what you want to see and like who you want to interact mm. with and i like i love people's fucking sense of humor on twitter it's so funny. people are so clever and so witty and so yeah. dark and savage it's like and i love it that oh. instagram wants to be twitter is <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? And Twitter's like a pretty big social media yeah, app. Yeah. I, I feel like 
they always always like that those tweets of like Twitter's like they can like talk about like the dark humor, but like Instagram is like the more presentable yeah. humor. Yeah. And like I'm definitely the more crude, yeah. dark humor type of person. And you can't use Twitter humor outside of like no. Twitter. Because like I, I love those depression tweets. No okay, I need to phrase that. I love those those tweets that will be like Oh, you can't joke about depression outside mm-hmm. of Twitter because one of my coworkers was like, "I'm ready for the year to be over," and I was like, "Bro, I'm ready for my life to be over." Yeah. And it was a joke because it's like a Twitter, it's like a Twitter humor thing. Yeah. But apparently, his coworker was like, "Bro, are you okay?" Yeah. You know, like, I love those kinds of tweets that when are like put, showcasing. You can't yeah. take Twitter humor and put it into real world yeah. aspects. People don't get <laughs> it. That's like not a thing. They don't get it. <laughs> they don't get it, and then you're gonna be like that weird person out, which is fine, but. Like, that's why you just got to keep the humor. Twitter. Keep it on Twitter. Keep it around your community. And there's people that I've literally been following since we were like 15, 16. Yeah, right? like since like one D days. Yeah. Oh, seriously. I had to start a whole new Twitter. And, <laughs> I, it. It I love Twitter. So that was probably my pop culture moment. Um, also, Queer Eye. Duh. Queer Eye came out. Well, Queer Eye was like around like. They definitely rebooted it. Yeah, okay, the reboot. The original series was like in the 90s, I think. What? No, definitely 2000s. Really? Okay, look, okay. Let's not argue that because I have no idea. Yeah, no, you're probably right. I have no idea. But they had the reboot, and you know, they had the queer eye that Netflix launched, and it just like this huge, like, Mm -hmm. it took over. They won, I'm pretty sure they won awards for it. They've taken over all aspects. I mean, they're all sponsored in all different places. Mm -hmm. You got Jonathan Cromwell, all these beautiful people. I think it was just cool, and it was really entertaining to watch. A TV show that like I'm like a really big on reality TV show. It's kind of reality TV show, but everything had like such a good ending. Like you cannot watch that show and just like not smile the whole time. It was like it was like the spread of positivity the world needs. Yeah, like that's exactly like why it's it's a yeah. it's one of the feel good shows. Like I have yet to have met someone that watched Queer Eye that didn't like it. They love it's just like it's that dose of like it's that dose of positivity mm-hmm. and like love and happiness that everybody kind of needs. Yeah, you know? and it, it was just a big moment I think. For TV, for Netflix, for the LGBTQIA community, it was just it was just really cool to see that, and then just to see them like five guys on like have like this one season, and now they're like on season three, they're making season three right now, and like just like the huge following that they've gotten, and like the love and the outpour of like respect that people have for like these men that are just like trying to recreate, you know, re re inspire people, kind of. Yeah. Um, and like the, the TV show just was just wasn't for straight men. They had a whole, they have they had trans folk on there. They had women on there. Mm-hmm. They had gay men on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I think the original was just like the queer eye for like the straight guy or whatever or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, and so now that they they kind of just made it a little bit more identity friendly, and that's something that we've asked for more accurate representation in TV, and we kind of got that. Mm-hmm. So. Just shout out to Queer Eye, and I'm excited to see season three, especially since it's going to be in Kansas City. Right. I think they, I don't, I think they might be done. Have they wrapped it up? Yeah. I, I haven't seen any more like behind the scene pictures. But so I've so seen everybody and their mom meet them. Yes, except for me. I know, and like yeah. I, I know people that have been in the same room with them, and they were like, I was too scared to say hi. What? What? Go say hi. Yeah. They would love for you to say hi. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, maybe don't ask for a picture when they're like in the middle of a bite mm. of food or whatever. Get that. <laughs> but like, you can say hi. Like, they're people too. From I'm celebrity like, to I'm celebrity, like, I'm telling you. Yeah, exactly. Come and ask for a picture. <laughs> Okay, so now that we've talked about my favorite pop culture moments, <laughs> which there's a lot, but few. <laughs> 36 hours later. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, so my With new team in <laughs> Yeah, I love right. It. My new artist watch is Ralph, and I've talked about Ralph 
uh, maybe a couple of episodes ago. Um, she, I don't know how she came onto my radar. She came, I think she was featured in a song that I had liked. And then I just like wanted to like listen to her more. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with her. So she came out with an album this year called A Good Girl. And she's, and I like looked at her Instagram and she's like still not even that looked. What? Oh, sorry. I didn't know that. I did. <laughs> she, um, she I wasn't even trying to be shady. Looked... No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're having background difficulties. Um, so Ralph, I looked at her Instagram. She's still not even like that widely like looked at her like yeah. even on like Spotify because you know on Spotify you yeah. can see how many times that they're played like she has like popular songs but like she's a newer artist and I think that you guys should definitely give her a listen A Good Girl is her album that she's come out with Tove Strike is another um artist like I know that she's definitely had singles but then like she's had singles maybe throughout this year and last year mm-hmm. but she just came out with an album this year called Sway and it's a really fun girly pop album and, and that's how Ralph is too like definitely like my type of music yeah. a little bit a little bit more girly the kind of like the disco vibes mm-hmm. um kind of a, it's pop but it's like a newer it's form of pop, pop. Yeah. It, yeah 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 it's like it's not like definitely not like radio hits but no. it, it's def- it's pop still um so Tove Stry came out with Sway definitely hit her up those are the new artists to watch. And I hope that they come out with something. I don't know if they're doing tours or anything like that. I hope that they do something big. They need Something needs to happen because they're amazing. I hope that for 2019, they got a big year coming for them. Um, obviously, for my life moments, which I'm not really obviously because I don't really think I've talked about it and I don't really post on social media ever. But I, I had the opportunity to go to New Orleans um, from my birthday, and that yes, was just this really year. Fun. Sophie turned twenty one. I did turn twenty one. Twenty eighteen. Sophie turned twenty one. I did. So that's like you know a big life moment. But I got to go to New Orleans <laughs> and experience. Like that was like the last place in America that I was like I have to go to. And so I got to spend my twenty first birthday in New Orleans. It was a lot of fun. Really crazy. Just like the experience itself was really really cool. And it's something that I, like. When will I ever be with the same group of people for the same reason (laughs) in that same place ever again? It'll probably never happen because it was like my friends that all from different friend groups. (laughs) So I was like, it's all there for me. It was just really, it was just really fun. It was really fun. And I also got to go to Las Vegas for my senior trip with my roommates and like my best friends and like, like from school. And that was like really, really fun. And like, you know, at that time, I like, didn't think that I was, like, living, like, my life up. And, like, now I look back on it, and I was, like, I was honestly, like, having the most fun that a person could, like, I could possibly have. It was so much fun. And I think that um, life moments for me at this time in my life was a little bit more of experiences and not things. Like, it's cool that I got, like, okay, like, I got something, like, I got an Apple Watch, or I got this, I got that. I'm, like, that stuff is, like, cool, but, like, having experiences and having people to share those experiences with is something that, like, has made my life a little bit more memorable. So those, like, traveling moments, I mean, I, I travel other places, too, but, like, those two are the ones that, like, really stuck out to me. Obviously, like, they're a little bit more my personality. I'm definitely, like, a, woo, party, fun girl. So, Sophie is the life of the weekly vacay. Yeah. I, will I will say it. So, going to, like, obviously New Orleans and, like, Las Vegas definitely, like, fit, uh, fits my type of personality and, like, just the experience and, like, the food and, like, pe- the people that were with me was, like, just really cool and very memorable for me. Um, and with going into the life, my moments for 2019, something that I'm, like, looking forward to is college graduation. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, I will 
be graduating college in 2019. And it's like really scary, but also we were talking about this. That's like, okay, college graduation is like a big daddy deal, but also you should probably be celebrating something in your life all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's a big deal and it's very much expected. And it just kind of reminds me that college is definitely something that not everybody gets to experience. Yeah. And so I do need to remind myself as shitty as it can be sometimes that this is something that shouldn't be taken for granted because right. college mm-hmm. is super expensive. Not everybody has the opportunity to get an education. Right. So well, also don't undermine it because you've been working your ass off. Yeah. And so like this exactly. is that moment where it's done, it's over. Yeah. You know, you it, it's a huge accomplishment. So don't undermine it for yeah. yourself. Because I know I know you put in hella work like this semester, <laughs> just like all the last ones like yeah, it's you know, a lot. It's a, a bitch lot. got through it. Right. <laughs> Education is really important. Um, and it's definitely like being someone that's involved in academics is an identity that people should treasure. Um, just because it just needs, it's a self reminder. Speaking of self, becoming more self aware and internal reflection <laughs> and self love is something that I'm looking forward to 2019. Um, I'm like understanding that 2019 is a new year and everything, but also it's a place to continuously work on yourself. I mean, if you want to reinvent yourself, go for it. I'm not really trying to look to reinvent myself. I'm trying to better myself. So having more internal reflection, being more self-aware. And self-aware can be anything from, like, how I talk to people or how I treat the environment or how I look at certain perspectives or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, self-awareness is a really broad term. It's a pretty umbrella term that has a lot of specifics underneath it. So I'm just overall trying to be more Mm -hmm. self-aware. And... Looking into that, I think one thing that I really want to be more self-aware on is being environmentally friendly. I have become a lot, weirdly enough, I'm becoming a lot more passionate about like, okay, like let, let's reduce our carbon imprint. And even though like, I'm not really pushy on it to other people, but for myself, I feel like just little things, like just not take, like just not using plastic bags at a store or something like that. Like that can change a lot yeah, for- Yeah, it makes a difference. It does. It's like you do it and yeah. then like, you know, hundreds of other people do it yeah. and like that just, it's a domino And I effect. think that growing. you can make, you can make being environmentally friendly pop culture. For and sure. I'm definitely gonna try to make a little bit more of like a push for myself to be like, this is something like fun to do. And just like being, recycling is like, scrolling through Twitter it can be fun like just trying to like make something very serious a little bit more accessible to me mm-hmm. just like even like recycling like I did we my roommates and I just started recycling and it was like pretty fun <laughs> like yeah. it's like okay what can we recycle what can we not recycle right like you can make it more fun and you can make it more friendly and that's something that I like want to do for myself um looking at something else I'm excited for hopefully for some reason I just want Ellie Goulding to make a comeback I agree. <laughs> like, I just want her to be like, okay, hello, album. Well, no, she was dropping songs this year. She just hasn't dropped an album. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, want, I yeah. want her to, like, have, like, a really big moment. Let's go on a tour. I love Ellie Golding Live. She's amazing. So I just want Ellie Golding to make a comeback. Rihanna, we're looking for that album, okay? So, <laughs> Rihanna, true. I'm waiting for 20, like, I'm waiting for the album drop in 2019 because we all know, like, that's going to be a moment for society. <laughs> yeah, that's um, Obviously, Bleachers. I want Bleachers to come out with something. I want Charlie XCX to come out with something. I want her to headline her own tour or something. Like, I just like, want all these artists to have, like, these huge growths and um, become a little bit more, not necessarily independent, but I just, like, I'm looking exci- I'm looking forward to music in yeah. 2019. To be, that's something to be excited for, especially for my favorite artists. Okay. So that's my year of 2018. Am I excited for 2019? <laughs> <laughs> After 23 minutes <laughs> of yeah. talking. Holy shit. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> it can 
get a little boring, but no, it's okay. It's worth it. It's. I mean, we're reminiscing on the entire year. It's gonna take. It's gonna take some length. You know, it's gonna take some uh, time. An entire year. Yeah. I uh, like sitting down this morning, like writing down everything that I wanted to say for the podcast was kind of like it really had me scenty. So like, I'm sorry if my segment's gonna be a little scenty. Fair warnings. <laughs> of course, it would be me. Um, so just to get it out of the way, music real fast. Obviously, my favorite album of the year that I've said multiple times on the podcast is Astro World. <laughs> I loved, I loved everything that came after it too. Like, um, like the the tour, all the merch, all of like all of like the like the fandomonia that came up after it with Astro World was amazing and iconic. And it was the perfect way to end the summer. Um, honestly, so proud of Travis. So hyped for him. Like he, you know, he worked his ass off for this. We've been waiting for Astro World for like what, like two years now. Um, yeah, yeah it's, a big, it's a big. I mean, like, uh, like I use Apple Music. Um, <laughs> I will. I I'm the one out of the three. Damn, I hope y'all didn't hear me just like kick the table. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm the one out of the three that uses Apple Music, and so I will say that on my heavy rotation list because Apple Music doesn't do the whole like wrap up like music type thing. But my on my heavy rotation list consistently since it's dropped has been Astro World. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite music experience so far. Definitely, I and again, 2018 felt so long for me um, that I didn't realize for a second that Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B's album dropped in 2018. And I will say, I think I think my favorite like music experience of this year is Cardi is just like the era of Cardi B. The come up, yeah, the, mm. the come up. Like you know, we got Bodak Yellow, and then the album came out. Well, Bodak Yellow was last year, but oh yeah, yeah, at the yeah, end. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, because we were in the... Okay. It was summer last yeah. year. Um, but just, like, yeah, like, the era of Cardi B and, like, her come up and, like, the drop of the album and how I saw I saw on her, like, Instagram, or it was either her Snapchat story or her Instagram story, where every song on that, um, all that, every song on that album has, like, gone platinum, like, either, <laughs> at least either once or, like, t- or like twice or that's even wild. multiple times, and I think that's so wild. Like, even the hits that, like aren't like even the songs that aren't singles are not like hits like they're all going platinum that entire mm-hmm. album's gone platinum it's ridiculous I've loved, and like all of her singles that have followed up after that have like i, I personally think that they, they have like they've stayed up to that standard of what of like what you're hoping to hear just like you know like the badass bitch um like rap songs that like she's like I know people say like that when like women rap like like they there, there's the standard of like women don't get to talk about their money they don't get to talk about you know mm. fucking bitches they don't mm. get to talk about but like Cardi does that you know and she's a mom yeah and, and, she's a mogul, yeah, and she's, she's killing it like you know she's she, her face is is everywhere right now mm-hmm. I I just watched her her uh car, like carpool karaoke yeah. with James Corden funny <laughs> as fuck I loved it um she's yeah you guys have to watch it if you haven't That's yet. Funny. Um, but yeah, shout out to Cardi, easily my favorite, like, music experience so far. Um, so kind of transitioning into, like, pop culture and my life of, like, reminiscing of 2018, I will say that, like, I've always been, like, enamored with fucking, like, pop culture and, like, high fashion and stuff. Like, I remember being little, like, my parents tried to, like, stop me from watching the channels of, like, MTV, VH1, <laughs> E, and all that, and I, no, I would, I would wake up early in the morning just to, like, watch all my shows that I recorded and, and erase them, or I would, like, stay up really late at night and watch them. Like, I, like, I grew up, like, my childhood was, like, Disney Channel too, but I grew up on, like, True Hollywood Story, Flavor of Love, you yes. know, like, all that yes. stuff, and, like, and, like, MTV, and, like, TLC on, like, MTV, oh. like, every, what not to wear? Yeah, Woo. and, like, and, like, every day after school, I'd come home and, like, watch TLC, is that, no, um, t- what's that, like, on, like, the talk show on MTV that was, like, live, 
It's not TLC. I guess it was. It was like it's TNL. Total Request Live. Yes, T- it's T- TRL. TRL. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, that, yeah. It's they brought it back and then it flopped. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I, I never watched it when it came back. But like, I will say that like pop culture has always been something in my life that um, I've always been interested in. I, I've I've never really and I 2018 was the year that it all kind of came together for me. Like I saw like. I realized where my place was in life with like what I want to do and like where I want my future to be and like how pop culture intertwines with that because mm. uh, like for you like, can make know, pop culture into a career yeah it's a thing right it's a thing. well and that and it's like I, I just like I know like there are there are people that I'm surrounded by in my life that like talk down on pop culture they don't understand the stigma of high fashion they don't they don't get it they're like how can you worry about things like this like well and like you know what I have no justification for it it's something I'm interested in it's something mm-hmm. I want to make my life out mm-hmm. of and that's that's that I also know that like when I was choosing my career path going from high school to college you know like I wanted to be a fucking optometrist and how yeah I wanted to be a doctor isn't that crazy and well, didn't we all I know and then you know because I mean that that was like what was forced down my throat like that was like mm. the career path I needed to chase and blah 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 and then as and like this year was really the year for me where it, it all kind of came full circle um my some of my favorite pop culture moment pop culture moments that we haven't talked about are like some of the fashion shows that have been happening this year um just for starters the Chanel Spring Summer 2019 mm. show. Carl Lagerfeld is the only man that can fucking create a live beach indoors. Like it was, I know, I loved it, and like uh, one like the Chanel house is one of my favorite houses because they've always stuck true to, um, you know, like Coco's vision. They've always stuck true to the tweet, the classic look, the feminine, um, like like the use of like oh, like the use of like. Um, like simple elegance in like feminine clothing, and you know, like like there like there there will be like touches of like of like trends of like you yeah, know. I was gonna say, weren't people coming for them a little bit this year? Like, yeah, have changed. Yeah, so like, I know. But that's just I know. The thing well, is, it's like high and low culture are changing. There's right. Soon, like high fashion is just everything's gonna merge exactly. it already is it already exactly. is well, yeah. no, and, and moving on to like move my next point like you know I, I love I love that a lot of like creative directors and like artists in the fa- in the high fashion world like they, they still have been able to maintain like the truth of their brand but also incorporating those modern day trends and like the modern and like and like moving and being progressive because um, you know you have Olivier Roustan who is the creative director of Balmain and um, their spring summer 2019 show was also one of my favorites I know he got a lot of backlash for it because you know there were looks that kind of imitated um, that imitated a, a replicated I guess a lot of like looks from previous houses like back in the 90s and uh, the previous shows that have already happened and I know he was getting a lot of um, backlash from, from like designers and other um, creative directors like you took my idea but mm. I loved it um, you know he, he's a black man in a world um, like in a, in a very high position in a very you know like dominating fa- fa- fashion house right now and I think that's something that needs to like like just be in the limelight as well um, I love that he takes risk with like embellishments and he's not afraid mm-hmm. you know he's not a, he's not afraid to use different silhouettes and to and like if you guys if you guys even like look at like um, like Balmain as a whole like like the fashion house you see like you know like like the daring looks and you see kind of like the risk that they take yeah, and just like how yeah and how, how it's very mm-hmm. flashy and just very like uh, like, you know, it's just, it's not, it's not everyday wear, but shit, I would wear it every day if I could <laughs> it. It's really not. But it's um, high fashion. It's yeah, high fashion. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then moving on, of course, to like the more progressive stuff in the, in the fashion world, um, two really iconic houses, Givenchy and Dior, having women as their creative directors. And like both those houses, like from the start, were, yeah. Kim Jones is. No, yeah. he's men. Oh, yeah. Men's. Kim Jones is for say, men's Dior, yeah. but for like women's Dior, okay, it's, um, it's, uh, Maria, Maria, Grazia Cur- okay. Curry. I always say her name wrong. That's why I had to think about it for okay. a second. 
Um, but they, like, because both of those houses first started off being, um, being, like, being an empowerment brand for women, like, giving them, giving them, a, like, a, a place that they could, you know, dress well, dress for success, but still maintain true to, like, their femininity, mm-hmm. and, like, I've loved, and, okay, so also fun fact mm-hmm. is, I've learned that I should have fucking gone to fashion school, but I'm so deep There's into, still time. I know, I, 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 so much time. I will, I know, I think that's what I will do post-grad, yeah. but what I'm saying is, like, I, like, I love KU, fucking rock chalk, my professors have been amazing, but your bitch should have gone to fashion school mm. because what I'm learning is that like because what I've done this year so far for like all of my projects even when I was like younger like all of like in like elementary school I remember we did like a wax museum thing and my wax museum person that I did was Coco Chanel like it's always kind of been like and like even in high school like whatever like I would do project like any kind of big project we had I like wrap fashion into it and so for this year especially in school for my summer classes I did a whole research paper over like what, over how we can achieve sustainability in the high fashion world, oh, and, and then um, love it, yeah, and then and then for my for my art project because my minor is visual arts and my concentration is textiles and fibers. So for mm-hmm. my final art project that I did this year, um, I did a whole like lookbook, like um, just like like creating like lines of of like you know of like my own fashion show mm-hmm. and what I didn't realize was that all of my looks were inspired by both um, the 2018 2019 fall like winter haute couture from Dior and um the same show that Givenchy did as well um it just like I I did and I didn't realize it I like one day I one day I was watching the both of the fashion shows and and then I like went back and like looked at my looks that I did and like they were synonymous and like because I, I, I love especially with those two houses now with women running the like the like women running the women's department you're seeing more of like you're seeing the yes they're staying true to empower empowering clothing for women but you're seeing like um, you'll see it's, it's a lot of like this this season's a lot of like long silhouettes really flowy fabrics really pretty elegant fabrics but then also adding you know really sharp um, like shoulder ne- and like a shoulder plunging neckline mm-hmm. um, I, I love I love the fucking idea of taking like men's like tailored suits and like converting it into women's wear so I'm mm-hmm. loving the blazer dresses mm-hmm. um, I, yeah and like uh, it's it, like fashion right now is moving in a very um, it, it's not moving quickly but it is it will get to a place of a more progressive era and I'm happy to like, I'm happy to like witness it I'm happy to be hopefully one day be a part of it you know like, sustainability is is like coming in, into into the conversation women are taking over um, yeah. you know and they and like they're I remember watching um, Lily Collins presenting Claire Waite Keller she's the creative director for Givenchy presenting her like her in style award and just like talking about the superwoman that she is how part of the week she's in London with her family being a mom being a wife and then the other part of the week she goes to Paris and you know is um has completely revamped their haute couture atelier and has just you know but but the way she holds herself she's so she's so elegant and humble but very um very meticulous very detail oriented and she she works hard and just the idea of a superwoman and bringing that back um and I appreciate that both Dior and Givenchy have taken time to do that um and so kind of moving into like my life moment reflection that I've had it's um you know I again this year was really the year for me um of needing to find inspiration and needing to find and like 
my my self-reflection that I realized that I had is I'm the person that's hardest on myself like mm-hmm. you know people like you mm-hmm. you both have even told me multiple times like you like to chill the fuck out like you know I like both <laughs> yeah. of, both of you and so many people like you know like every everyone else sees it in me sees the potential sees all, all that I have to offer sees the work that I put in everybody else sees it but for some reason I don't yeah you know it's always it's like I'm the one that's the hardest on myself and I realize that like like, the depression and, like, the anxiety and, like, the conundrums that, that I was, like, deeply engraved in this year stemmed from myself. It stemmed from my own pressure, my own, um, my own just, like, like, I feel like I'm not doing more, I'm not satisfied with what I'm doing, blah, 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 and there was never a reason for that because, like, being present is also something that I want to work on. It's something that I've realized that, that I need to, that I, that I need to really, um, focus in on and, and, like, being present and being grateful because, it's so cliche but like no matter what moment you're at in your life you will never live it again whether it's good or bad no matter who you're with like every moment that you have it's never going to happen like that again and so it's it's, such good motivation yeah Yeah. it's just about being like present and being positive and like hard working and so that's something I've been really trying to work on um and then you know and like finding and finding inspiration again from like 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 the high fashion houses that um you know that I look up to so much like I realize especially with with my minor and like luckily I've had art professors that are so amazing and understanding mm-hmm. and like for me I know that like I cannot create I can't create the art that I want to the best of my abilities if I'm not inspired but that inspiration I have to find from me and I've noticed that like the inspiration and, and like what stops my inspiration is myself being hard on my being hard on like me and and myself you know talking myself down and like putting myself down and like there's just not need for there's just no need for that because right. like there's no room for yeah it. like I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not gonna achieve if I'm if I'm gonna keep talking down on me and also if everyone mm-hmm. else around me is hyping me up for a reason like I'm clearly doing something right mm-hmm. um and you know and also but also like through all of all of like the work that I do through all the stuff that I'm going through and like and dealing with like also working on not like not forgetting what's really important in life and that is like the relationships with with like my people and like you guys and like you know my family and stuff like that um just so I think that's just something I want to work on is just being more present and more aware and like that's like my life moment that I've had is um is intertwining what I love with what I want to do um you know being inspired by that being empowered that I can and will do all of the things that I want to do and just like being patient and being present and being grateful, Patience. Um, things that I'm excited for is you know again the world, especially in fashion, to move towards inclusivity, um, and you know again to like Soph said with sustainability. Unfortunately, my love for fashion has made me realize that um, you know the fashion. I'm pretty sure the fashion industry is like the second most polluting, second or third most polluting. Um, an industry in the world and so and like I I it just doesn't sit well with me that something that I love so much can be so detrimental to our to our environment but I am hopeful and very optimistic that you know um the fashion world will pick up on that and I mean there's already there's already moves to there's already moves there's movements that are like that are happening and you know I'm hopeful for it Mm -hmm. and and I'm I'm very I'm excited to see to to see that both of my passions kind of coming together Mm -hmm. Um, I have that research paper, so if anyone wants to hear that proposal, hit me up. Mm-hmm. I got a fucking 97 on it, Hell so yeah. clearly That's I know awesome. what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, and, and just like seeing else, what else is in store for me, because mm-hmm. I know this year has really proven to myself that I can make things happen for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, everything mm-hmm. that I have, everything that, that, all the accomplishments that are waiting for me, I literally lined it up mm-hmm. by myself. Yeah. I did it. And like, I deserve more credit 
from myself, you know, that I can do it. And I'm excited to see what else I can come up mm-hmm. with. And, you know, hope, hopefully, hopefully I learned that the only inspiration I really need is me. But yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, okay. What about you, Tobes? Hit us. <laughs> right. Well, I was going to say that my favorite album was <clears throat> Finding Neverland, but Sophie already said that. Um, we can have two favorite albums. Yeah, but that was just 100% my favorite album. I listened to it so much. I guess different reasons for liking it. I mean, I work in fashion and retail, and obviously the main thing is storytelling. And like mm-hmm. coming from a writing background, like I've written my entire life, so I just automatically assume, oh, I've always been a storyteller. But then just seeing stories come to life in music and just in different ways has really just, I think, improved what I do like in my side hustles and then in my job in general Mm -hmm. because it's something that I have to do it's like okay now I'm getting paid to do it so it's something (laughs) I have to take really seriously and I think that Mo above anything is a incredible storyteller and I think that's why she's so good at writing for other artists and then why she's so good at writing herself because Finding Neverland and it's like whole entire entity is a story and she does a really good job of just telling that story about how as an adult like trying to find that place to escape and for her that place was like Neverland and obviously it goes back to like Peter Pan etc but she so seamlessly like told this story in all these different chapters throughout the entire album that it's one of those like when you listen to it from start to finish it's just like crazy and mm. it's so cool and interlude I just think she's so gifted and I like people doing that and it's something that I think is really commendable and I'm super inspired by people like her and I'm able to bring that into my own work so that's why I love it and it holds a special place in my heart and then in terms of favorite music experience at first I wanted to talk about Astral World as well but then I remembered recently like um we went to go see Bohemian Rhapsody. It was one of the only like English English speaking movies like available like in oh, our city yeah. when we went to see it. And I remember thinking, okay, yeah, like we're gonna go to movies, like whatever. And then just being completely like enamored by that entire story. But other than that, just the music, like we don't even really think about it as much because we weren't alive during the time when Queen were like at their peak. Mm-hmm. But it's like they have so greatly influenced all the music that has come since then and then in terms of music that I just really enjoy like listening to that soundtrack and like it was basically just like remastered hits from like all their past albums I'm like damn everyone from Bleachers to the 1975 to some rappers to like the Arctic Monkeys any like band that I've listened to like since I was in middle school like they were all so heavily influenced by Queen and like I'm like wow it just it it's just crazy to me how people can like pull influence from all these different things and then it inspires you to then go back and then kind of dig into these archives and be like okay like where can I pull from next because that's the thing about music like right now it's so diluted and there's so much you can listen to that you can get lost like when Sophie was talking about Ralph and Tough Strike I'm like sure they're great and sure we love them but even I mean I was trying to remember what songs that we liked from them it was hard to think about it because there's so many different like indie pop artists and rappers and this and that that everything gets lost and we're getting so since we have everything at our our disposal it's so easy for us to pick and choose songs Mm. and things we don't listen to albums in a whole we don't have the same patience that people had back in the day when like queen was dropping music and it was like michael jackson the jackson five and like janet jackson later like things were just not as diluted 
as they were now and it was kind of yeah. nice to kind of see that slice of life and how things were back then i think it's great that anyone can be a creator i mean my brother's out here making music of course i support any up-and-coming artist but it was just kind of nice to remember where things came from like the mm-hmm. origins the of pioneers it. yeah of and i think it's music. interesting because like when people were about music they were about, they were about music yeah. like because michael didn't jackson have had songs. like people were literally like fainting at his yeah, concert like he Beatles. was selling out like literally stadiums yeah exactly yeah and that was like a normal thing and yeah. now it's like we, we just <laughs> listen to music and listen to music and we yeah. don't like when the pioneers people that were like were making this kind of stuff happen yeah. like it was an ex- it was a moment it was, a moment. <laughs> it was like this now, huge lifestyle yeah because yeah, yeah. if you think back to this summer and people are freaking out like they're like oh my god sicko mode is four songs in one it's like queen started that with literally the song Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody, which yeah. is literally three crazy songs in one. And yeah. then he was in a sickle mode, and Travis was like, oh yeah, like Travis, of course, is like the new age rock star, but it's like, yo, yeah. you had your ancestors doing this long right. before you yeah. even did. Before yeah. you were out like a light, they were over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, with the black background, with the foreheads. So I'm like, whoa, it's yeah. just crazy. I just, I thought it was crazy. Crazy masterpiece. We'll see what happens with the Oscars, Grammys, etc. And then moving on to other music experiences, like this summer, I really just, I enjoyed all the good music drops. I know things have been up and down with Ye, etc. But that was something that we hadn't seen, like ever. Just seven song albums dropping back to back to back to back. And Wyoming, and just all the things that came from all those experiences. Yeah, we loved it. We loved the seven song albums. Keep it coming. It was cool. And then I remember I was listening to like the New York Times like podcast like yesterday, and they were talking about how, oh, this is probably one of the last years we're going to get to talk about albums because it's like albums are going to disappear and I'm like damn is it really going to come to that but when you think about it it's like our attention span is getting thinner and thinner and mm. we just keep pulling yeah. like songs and this and that so it's like kind of scary but then I don't know what music's going to be in four years right yeah well good yeah. music did it you know they capitalize off of the yeah. short attention span and, yeah. and like how you said how we're starting to get more impatient and yeah get, like, that's why they drop I mean some of fire. my favorite albums slash their EPs. Yeah, like, exactly. Honestly. For a reason. Yeah, so Jenny. I can... <laughs> <laughs> Favorite moment of the year. Before we start talking about Borns and their downfall. I'm just oh kidding. Oh my god! Anyways, I wanted to give a quick shout out to um, Five Seconds of Summer. Sorry, I know this episode has been going long, but Five Seconds of Summer, um, Youngblood, we yeah. talked about this before yeah. we started recording, yeah. but like they literally came out of nowhere, and that's the best comeback. Similar to when, like, when Justin came out with Purpose, like, we kind of knew he was working on something. Like, he got his life back together. He was coming back. Yeah. Like, One Direction was on their way out. Like, everyone had kind of forgotten about Five Seconds of Summer. Yeah. Then they dropped Want You Back, and people were like, oh, what oh, is this? Like, what is yeah, this? Like, what is this? Yeah. 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 Maroon 5. Five. I was like, is this Maroon 5? I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know this voice. I know this voice. Dude, this ain't out of me. Yeah, movie. and then they dropped the album, and literally, like, fans in hysteria yo I like it was a good album it was such a good album and yeah. I will continue to listen to it yeah same I haven't listened to it in a while but I'm like wow that's something I want to pick up again I... anyways um, um, and then moving on to artists that I've been watching I really really like this um, British group called Off Bloom to be honest I don't know how to describe them to you guys <laughs> like I don't know I can, like I can't describe the type of music they make it definitely fits under the pop umbrella but then, I don't know, they pull elements that sound like it could have come off of, like, Gaga's, like, debut album. And then oh. mix, like, indie pop and, like, all these, like, sounds together. 
and I think they're just a fusion of genres. They're super dope. Um, they toured with Alma, the girl that like she sings on, on a lot of like Charlie mm-hmm. XCX songs, mm-hmm. so she's pretty dope. And then mm-hmm. Ellie Ellie Due, and she's had popular songs in the past, but um, she recently dropped a song called Savior. It doesn't have a lot of plays yet, but I know I think you'll I'm like the song. You would probably like it as well. Like she can sing her ass off. Did she release an album this year? Or am I thinking of someone else? She might have. To be honest, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know. know. As I said, like literally thousands and thousands of artists. I know. All dropping albums. I feel like we just cycle through music. Yeah. And, like nothing really sticks nothing out. Sticks. But when it does stick out. Yeah, a song. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. literally, uh, we formed like favorite bands off of just like so, one song. song. Off of That's one song. That's what we did with Bleachers originally. Like, oh my god, like, I want to get better at roller coaster. Literally, those yeah. two songs can carry your entire love for it. I mean, I, yeah, it's, yeah. I, that is my most anticipated song <laughs> <laughs> ever. Like literally, but um, yeah, and then also um, the band called I D E R. I talked about them a little bit on the last week's episode that my brother was on, but yeah, another British duo, um, two girls killing it. I know that Sophie listened to Mirror and liked oh, it. It's so yeah, good. I don't even know. They're like a Haim type sound, but then they're also like I love them. Yeah, I love I him too. Yeah. Them. Oh, but hey. then they're less. They're less like Abba ish. Oh, okay, you know, like Haim mm. is very like Abba inspired, but then like. I, they're Either hard to ex- different. Yeah, they're, they're hard, hard to, to explain. explain. Would, and like then you they make art like music videos. Like their yeah. music videos are insane too. And I'm like they they're they're good storytellers as well. Yeah, they are. That's the thing. And they're, they're really good, good about like telling like accurate stories about girls in their twenties right now. Yeah. Like you're like, damn, all this stuff. And like we are makes sense. there's such a big pool for like women to tell their stories, yeah. not men telling women's yeah. stories. So this is I mean it's just it's yeah. something to be inspired. And they're encouraging by. and they're not all about guys. Like no. sure like we love some good like girl talk and like yeah. talking about guys, but they're like talking there's like a life outside of boys, you know? Right. And they talk about you like, damn they're doing <laughs> all these things and you're like, whoa, yeah. they didn't talk about a guy this entire song. I was yeah. like, what? And it's so, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's good. And, yeah. like, music videos are a complete different... We could do a whole entire podcast yeah. about music yeah. videos. I think you, Jasmine, like the song, um, You've Got Your Whole Life Ahead of You. Like, literally the stuff oh, that you okay. were talking about. Yeah, okay. I'm like, damn. The first yes. time I listened to it, I was like, Jasmine, like, get me. into this. Like, me. literally, it just, like, puts into music all the things that you just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just really dope. And then, of course, the song Mirror. And then, in terms of, like, personal things, I think I talked... Did I talk about it? No, okay, so in the whole debacle of me, like, recording the solo episode, I talked about my life, and now it's all gone, but, yeah, obviously, like, moved to Germany, it's (laughs) been a crazy move, (laughs) like, never, I just, I was thinking back to this time last year, and me and my roommate, Laura, shout out to Laura, we were talking about this, we're like, this point last year, we were like, getting thinking that we were packing our bags, getting ready to move to Portland. Like, woohoo, like, yeah. down to the West Coast. Like, we thought that was it. We're like, yeah, this is the plan. Like, Kristen's like, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to get there. We're like, yeah. <laughs> and then, fast forward to April, we're in Germany. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah, looks like we're probably going to get these jobs. And a week later, we end up getting the offer. And then I'm, like, looking at my life. I'm like, I'm literally a resident of Germany. Yeah. And I live here. I work here. I'm doing all the adult stuff, you know, like, like literally like just all the things that you have to do when you're no longer in school and you're like an actual adult yeah, and like a citizen or resident of a country. It's like, it's hard enough in America, but then imagine doing all of that in a completely different language, a language that you're not fluent in. Yeah. And it's like all the rules and the culture and everything is completely different than what you grew up around. It's like, I think 
we're growing up super quick mm-hmm. and I'm happy about it and I think anything that I do after working in Germany say I move I don't I honestly cannot tell you where I'm gonna end up like I think I'm gonna be there for some time yeah but then I don't know where I'm gonna if I'm gonna end up being back in the United States or if I'm gonna move to another European country it all depends but it's like everything after that this is like setting me up for and I'm super thankful for all the friends that I've made there and just like my teams and all the visibility and all the crazy things that I've got to be a part of like sometimes I forget yeah it's like oh dang like I gotta sit in on a meeting with Kanye West I'm like and it doesn't click because I'm like this has been one of my favorite artists since I was like in third grade and you don't realize and then like it's the end of the year and you're like yeah you're like all these things are happening like I'm coming up with ideas for a brand that I was like aspiring to buy and I'm like damn I'm like I'm here, and you're just like, Living how in the did present. God bring me here? And mm-hmm. everything happened so fast that mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't like take it all in, and I'm like, okay, I want to take in things more because it's like this is my life now, and yeah. now like the like, not the the sparkles haven't disappeared, but now I'm like, oh, like this is like my life now. Now it's like time to like kick into gear, and just don't be keep working. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's the like it's not even no. The thing is, it's like I wasn't even starstruck because you're just thrown into it so quick yeah. that you don't even realize what a big deal it is that you're here, here. And the type yeah. of people that you're yeah. around. I'm like, I've never in my life been more inspired. But I'm like, I love. I'm so thankful for everyone that I've been around through high school, college, etc. Mm-hmm. But I've never been more inspired than mm-hmm. the the people that I've been around. Cause I'm like, damn. It's like when you get around like a bunch of creative people and just like people who are who love what they're doing, mm-hmm. it just, it changes the way that you think about things. Yeah. And it makes you really grateful to be there. And it's a hard, like, it's not a fairy tale. Like, yeah. It's an extremely hard job. And working in originals is extremely high pressure. And, <laughs> I was like, it's wild. But then I'm looking and I'm like, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. And this is exactly what I wanted to do. And this is exactly like what I was praying to God for every single night the entirety of last year and when I kept telling people when I didn't have the offer I'm like yeah I'm gonna work out and I was like that's gonna be it and then now it's here Mm. so that's it and then yeah I'm sorry um (laughs) and then I guess what I'm excited for to close things out is just new ways to get inspired like I mean I joke about this with Lauren Prayer and just shout out to all those girls I feel like you can't get into shout outs because then you're always gonna miss someone But just to be clear, I feel like Laura, Prayer, Neka, and Yaz deserve a shout out because it's like these girls have been holding, like, we've just been holding each other down. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, I'm just so excited to just, oh, sorry. What I was going to say is that they're always on my ass because I'm just a huge daydreamer and I've been this way since I was young. Like, my head is staying. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> My head stays in the clouds. And now I'm like, okay. I'm excited to, like, bring all those things that, like, I always think about to, like, fruition and just to actually, like, let myself be inspired by everything around me rather than just, like, keep my head in the clouds because mm. I feel like since my head is always in the clouds, I miss everything that's going on around me because I'm constantly thinking about what's, what could happen in 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I feel I'm that. Like, I have a possibility. I <laughs> Imagine what's going to happen when I walk downstairs to the coffee shop. Like, what should <laughs> <you? laughs> I'm just, but we're the same way. I'm like, 
I like literally make my like I make my own dreams. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yes, you yes, think yes. I'm sleeping when dreams. I go to sleep, but no, my eyes are closed. So I'm in another open. world. <laughs> I plan my dreams. I, I probably shouldn't say that, but I do. I plan my dreams. Yeah, but I just think <laughs> I want my head to be less in the clouds. And I, all you listeners, the last thing I'm gonna say is I think you guys need to take the enneagram test if you haven't. Have you guys? Yeah, taken I'm a seven. It? Remember? Whoa, you might be one of the few sevens I know. Really, I'm a seven. But what's your wing? Eight. Okay, that makes sense. What the fuck are we I'm a about? I'm a four wing three. You need to take the test. Yeah. I already feel like you're a three wing four or you're a three wing two. Is that a good? Quote thing? me on that because that's <laughs> I'm partially psychic. Oh, yes. God's been sending me visions. It's almost a young child. I've always known. But yeah, take that test. But what I was going to say is that test also said your head is too much in the clouds. And I was like, ah, oh, man, like now a test that doesn't even know me is telling me this. Yeah. It's time to kind of come back down to earth. Yeah. But yeah, coming back down to earth. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It's been a great year. The yeah. first year of the podcast. Thanks for being a part of it. I mean, like. There's obviously we're talking to each other, but we can talk to each other all the time and not have an audience, right? Yeah. So it's really impressive. <laughs> but <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah, y'all all the like, yeah. yeah like, why you know, do just like be on this journey and like, even you know the listeners that we have, <laughs> like, we're always striving for more. So tell everybody about it. But True. just the journey that you've been on, like with, with us. us yeah. yeah, I mean, like, and it's like the two hundred followers, or I mean, the two hundred listeners that we have on one podcast versus, you know, it, it varies, but like, it's very much appreciated. Yeah, and yeah. It's the support at the end of the day. I mean, like, we wanted to do this, and just like, even we could have three thousand follow, three thousand listeners or two listeners, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, because our friends and coworkers yeah. and everybody. Yeah. Shout out to all of yeah. them. If like, you're still I, hanging on to this episode, yeah. shout out to you. Like, we it's just honestly the early support. We, yeah. we love the support. We love. Uh, we we love hearing your guys' feedback. Honestly, like I know I've known I hear so many of my like own friends too that have been like i don't listen to podcasts but i love listening to yours yeah. i've like i've you know i've heard i've had classmates because like whenever i go to class and like they do like that first like introduce yourself like week i always self-promo and tell like my fun fact is the podcast yeah. and i've had so many classmates be like honestly i didn't give a shit about pop culture but i do when you yeah, talk about it and i'm like cool. stop yeah. don't guess me or even people that do work in it love it like i've coworkers being like yo tell me when's the next episode like yeah. have a shout out yeah. and there are people who wouldn't be like our target demographic. So keep on sharing. Like, thanks for all the love. Yeah. Follow us on all of your social media. Like, look out for new episodes next year. We don't know the next time we're all going to record together, but there will be episodes. We yes, try there to, will be episodes. We try to make magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2019 weekly vacay. Y'all ain't ready. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not ready. We're not ready. <laughs> we're not, we don't know what that um, means. I'm excited to see what, like, next year will be like at this time. Because this time last year, we didn't have the podcast and life was different. Did we even like, know that we were going to do a podcast? No, we no. didn't even know. And then, like, and then fast forward to now and how different everything is, like, yeah. where we're at. Like, I'm excited to see where next year will yeah. be. I will still be a German resident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what else is I will out still there. be a college student my, my grown ass so. but yeah, yeah. and oh. also be Sophie <laughs> <laughs> Sophie's like <laughs> 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 anyways okay so once again I'm Toby and I'm Jasmine and I'm Sophie and you've been listening to The, the Weekly Vacay bye